Welcome into Fireside Knicks, Bryce Gelman and Brett Hamfling. Finally back. Brett, what's going on, man? How you doing? I missed you, Bryce. Um, always love to talk Knicks. Uh, you know, coming off a loss, but good to be back. Everything's everything's good. You know, moving into oh, everything is good. Everything's good. Everything's good in my, in my oh, life. Wow. Spring, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. sprung. The weather's nice. You know, March Madness is going on. We're moving into the Masters and NBA playoffs. It's just a good time of the year. And this time of the year should be good right now for us Knicks fans. But, hey, tonight was a tough night. Knicks lose to the Miami Heat, 127 to 120. Didn't go quite as well as the last time the Knicks were in Miami. That's for sure, Brett. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Knicks won the first two battles versus Miami. This year really would have been special if the Knicks somehow won three or four against Miami. I don't know if I would have believed that. Um, yeah, tough loss. Let up, what do we love? 127 points coming off a game where we let up 140 points. I think that's what really stands out and really is probably the biggest talking point going into the stretch of the season. Um, let up a lot of points. Part of it is Miami shot the ball. Well, Tyler hero had a bunch of nice shots and part of it is, is the defense is slipping. Yeah. And it could be that teams have finally figured out how to attack Tom Thibodeau's defense, that could be very likely because in the last two games, they've allowed 267 points combined, which is not good, not good at all. And of course, like, listen, this is, this is an instant reaction post game. There are three huge plays in my mind, maybe even more than that, where you could maybe make the argument that the refs had a bad call. And obviously you you could look to the, to the Brunson block, which I think was a charge personally. And then, yeah, I, I mean, you look at what Josh Hart tweeted recently. I forgot exactly what he said in response to the video that Nick's Muse put out about Jimmy Butler dragging his pivot foot, I think, twice in one play, and the Knicks getting called for a foul. And, of course, the Kyle Lowry six-second violation, which wasn't called. Those were three big plays in the final five, six minutes, even shorter amount of time than that. And the Knicks – like, the, I, listen, I, I don't want that to become the talking point behind tonight's loss, Brett. The, the talking point needs to be the Knicks lost this game because they could not defend the three. They could not defend the three. 57% shooting from deep from Miami tonight. And as you mentioned, Tyler Hero went absolutely insane in that fourth quarter, some of the shots that he was hitting. I mean, even all game. This is a game in which the Knicks lost where there can't be any blaming of the officiating. And it's easy to point out when the refs are not good, just look at what happened to the Mavs Warriors game tonight, which that's going to be the talk of the town. There are some occasions when a team is going to formally request a petition a basketball game. That's not what we saw tonight. The Knicks were outplayed. Yeah. Um, by the way, I hope that petition works because these things never work. They always throw never. them out the next day because what do you do? You don't bring these players back. They already fly away. But anyway, yeah, I'm not a big ref blamer there were some shitty calls tonight um the, the jimmy butler once i watched the replay i didn't really realize yeah. it live but once yeah. i watched the replay but like you said it, it's it's three-point shooting uh so we, we uh miami shot 57 percent from three tonight uh from field goal minnesota shot 50 seven percent from field goal last game it's a combination of yeah teams are figuring out how to attack us specifically teams are going after jalen brunson um, 
I think his defense has slipped. It was never great. It's it was never good. But it I was never it, good. It was never great, but I think it slipped a bit. I don't know what it is. Um, the last couple of weeks, he still takes charges, which are big, but teams are attacking him. He's a small defender. He's not super quick. Um, it's tough to say exactly what's going on with the defense. I'd like to talk about some good things if we can. Um, RJ Barrett had, really, had a really nice game. Uh, you have the stats up 26, there. six and five, eight for 13 from field goal. And yeah. he shot three for six, 50% from three for RJ Barrett. The guy oh, not yeah. shoot threes. No. So, I, yeah, you're right. I, there I are some positives to look at. This is, this is definitely one of them. I've been tough on RJ all season. I'll give him his flowers. He was good. He was attacking, but he was also, he made some passes early in the game that he doesn't usually make. I've been saying all season long, he's been forcing things. He decides what he's doing before he gets to the hoop. He wasn't doing that. He he, he uh, kicked some balls to the corner to Obi, hit one three, missed one three, um, and that got him into his offense. And he played good. He was probably the best player on the team tonight. Um, or, or, I mean, obviously you could talk about Grimes, who 22 points, six for 10 from three. I think having him with his lightning quick release opens up so much on the offensive end for the Knicks because when you have that guy to kick out shots to, I mean, listen, if you're driving in, if you're R.J. Barrett, if you're Jalen Brunson, if you're Julius Randle, and – the defense converges converges on you. It's a very easy option to look for Quinton Grimes in the corner on the wing at the top of the key. It's easy. And we've been seeing more and more of that. Obviously, he's going to have his down games. But if the two guys who have been the most inconsistent in this lineup, I mean, besides Mitch has been consistent, but the, the, the two guys who actually score out of the four guys who score in, in, the, in the starting rotation had a good game. You can look at that in the future as being, hey, if this happens again and Brunson and Randall have at least a semi-good game, then the Knicks won't lose many games. But, of course, you could look at the other end and be like, well, the defense sucked. And tonight that was the case of that. Yeah, but just back to the Grimes third quick. He had a shitty game versus Minnesota. He was left out in the fourth quarter. Um, He took one shot the whole game. He hit it when he took one shot, and he was left yeah. out. He wasn't in the rhythm. It's going to be this kind of thing because we have these four guys for two spots between uh, Grimes, Quickly, RJ, and Hart. Um, and it's just great to see that he didn't have a great game. He came back shooting. He was hitting threes. He was playing defense. Um, and, and it's good to see. Now, is this going to be an issue with these four guys in the playoffs? And I've sort of touched on this with RJ Barrett because – you know, quickly was hot as can be with that Celtics game and a couple of games around there. He's cooled off. He did not have a good game tonight. He did not shoot well. And he was kind of the odd man out late in the game. Um, he yeah, went with Barrett. He went with Barrett and Grimes mostly and a little bit of Hart. So, well, Hart played, I, yeah, Hart played 30. He's he's guaranteed. He's ar- arguably the most consistent player on this team right now. Besides Mitch, but Mitch doesn't play as much as maybe we'd expect Mitch to play because Hartenstein has kind of emerged – as a solid backup, we've talked about him a bunch. In one of our first episodes, we talked about how Hartenstein was a great value pickup. He was having a great start to his season. Then he dipped off in performance. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's singing his praises. He's deserving. He's very deserving of his minutes. But Mitch needs to be in those late-game scenarios because a few of those balls that came back off the rim should have been rebounds from Isaiah Hartenstein and would have been rebounds had Mitch been in the game. But that's another story for another day. It's not what we can hang our our heads on right now. It's the fact that this Knicks team needs to figure out 
how to play defense. And what's what's so funny? Did what are you, you laughing just, at? Did you not just hear the noises coming out of my computer? I have no idea what's happening right now. What's going on? Okay. We're all good. What? No, because I had the ESPN box score, and you know how they play those ads, auto yes. auto play those ads sometimes, and it just popped don't, up. Don't, dude, don't get me started with that. Uh, the amount of times that I've just been scrolling through my phone and then open ESPN, and all of a sudden a video starts playing, like, come on, I don't know why they have to have that. It's it's BS. It's bullshit. Um, yeah. So crappy loss. Still up three, or we up two and a half games on the Heat. Uh, this would have clinched the the series tiebreaker, which would have been nice um, to definitely yeah. stay out of that out of that playing game. Uh, up two games on the Heat. Am I looking? Up two games on the Heat. Up two games on the Nets. Eight games to go. Not that tough of a schedule because they went through it. Um, you know, they had the Boston games, they had the Brooklyn games, Miami. Um, they have games they can win. Overall, playing good ball. Like, you know, yeah. Minnesota hit a lot of shots. Miami hit a lot of shots. The offense has been really good. And Brett, Brett, but these are these are a lot of open shots. And against Cleveland, in, against Cleveland in a seven-game series, the amount of open looks the Knicks have given up in the last two games is simply not going to cut it. And you know that that's the truth. Do you see that, that, that move that Donovan Mitchell had the other night? Yeah, he's – He's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, you can't you can't be giving these guys open shots. They have like two offensive superstars, and Mobley is a beast as well. Like that's not a team that you want to face not playing on your A game on defense. Like that's the Knicks. Listen, listen. They have eight more games to figure this out, right? Eight more games. They have to win eight in a row for them to finish with fifty wins for the first time since twelve thirteen. Not gonna happen. Not happen. But in the next eight games, the Knicks have a chance. To first experiment and play good defense against some more, some bad teams, and to make sure that they're not in the seventh seed or the eighth seed, and that's hopefully the in the five seed. That's the big thing. That's no, that's no foregone conclusion yet. That could be heartbreak for Nick yeah. fans. Yeah, you do. Even, even, listen, even if you're six, you don't want to be facing one of those top three right. teams. You don't. You don't want to be facing. You don't want to be. You definitely want to, don't want to be facing uh, the Bucks. You don't want to be facing. Uh, the Sixers, awesome. then you don't want to be playing playing Boston, even even with the, the, some really good games played against Boston this year from the Knicks. Just don't want to face that team. Yeah, I mean Joel Embiid is probably going to edge out Jokic for MVP at this point. He's thirty plus points every single night. He's on a it's mission. Um, I, no, the the Knicks have fought hard enough, have played good enough that they deserve to be in a winnable series versus the Cavs. Um, not an easy series, but a winnable series versus the Cavs. And if they Choke this down the stretch to play Philly or possibly a playing game. It will be it will be catastrophic. It'll be awful. Uh, absolutely. It's I don't just, think it's happening. I, 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 I listen. Nothing is out of the realm of possibility with the New York Knicks. We know that. I mean, you you should know that better than than me, being seven years older than me. But that's yeah. Just like, I, anything can happen with this I mean, franchise, and anything will happen. So the next two games: Orlando and Houston. Two shitty teams now. Orlando's being must win bad. games. Must That's not saying a lot. Two must win games. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow's back to back, but it's, you, you got to win tough games. Then we have the Heat again and the Cavs. So those are tough. Then it's Wizards, Pacers, Pelicans, Pacers. Six of these eight games are definitely winnable. It's right in front of them. They put in the work all season. They've had great stretches. They've had awesome momentum. Josh Hart move is great. They put themselves 
between Tibbs and the front office and the players, they've put themselves in a position to finish out the season, get the five seed, and have a winnable series. Exactly. There's, there's nothing else we can talk about here. We, we agreed that we keep this relatively short. We've had some long podcast. I mean, not long. I feel like 20, 30 minutes is not too long, but we decided we're to keep it short for you guys days. tonight. Yeah, I, <laughs> listen, there just was not much not, – not that there's not much to talk about. We could talk about the Knicks all night long, but – after a game like this, how much really is there to analyze in a game in which you know, now two games in a row, you're allowing more than 120 points. It's not ideal. If it continues on a trend, trust us, you will see Brett and I on a podcast very soon. Maybe. Hey, Brett, I know we both got busy schedules. I do. Tw- I, I do two a week. If that would happen, if, if the Knicks were to completely blow this, trust me, you'll get, you'll get multiple podcasts a week from me. I, you know, I kind of miss, pissy Bryce. I kind of miss uh, down in the dumps, pessimistic Bryce. So I, it's oh. always, it's always there. It's always there. It's always lurking. I hope we it's don't, always, it, but it's yeah. entertaining. It's always bubbling under the surface and trust me, it will come out if the Knicks somehow decide a way uh, to F this season up. I really, I don't even want to think about it. You could, you could see me just losing it already. We're not doing that tonight though. All right, Brett. It was great seeing you. I, I had my spring break this past week. I know you were down in Florida, so glad we're both home, yeah, yeah. healthy, and safe. Uh, so for Brett, I'm Bryce saying goodnight. We will see you all next week here on Fireside Next. Good night. Or good morning, whatever you're watching it. Or good night.